of self-compassion practice uh, that I call a tenderness practice. The idea is to bring out this quality of self-compassion, which is quite tender and open-hearted. And so one of the keys to this particular practice is to sit in a way that is very relaxing to you. And to um, actually indulge in your comfort a little bit more than you might normally in a meditation practice. And so if wrapping yourself up with a blanket feels really good. You can do that. Um, Really leaning into the back of the chair. uh, If you want to, if you're along the wall here, and if at some point you want to put your back against the wall because that feels supportive, you're welcome to. If you're listening to this recording at home, uh, you might try this laying down. We don't lay down in the monastery out of respect for the monastery and the people who live here. But if you're at home, you certainly could. And this is one that I do personally laying down. And for those of you uninterested in this particular practice, just do your own thing. It's just fine. My voice can just be another arising in in the experience. Otherwise... You may want to close your eyes and start with some deep breaths. And it might help to put a hand up at the chest and feel the breath filling the chest cavity And then relax. And the same with the stomach, taking a hand and putting it on the stomach and seeing if you can fill this area with your breath. And then relax. And continue for a while breathing in this way. Filling the whole torso with your breath. Allowing it to expand. You don't need to push this expansion Let it happen naturally with your breath. And then as you breathe out, see if you can release and relax.
you want, you can continue to breathe in this more full, deep way, taking these deeper breaths. If for some reason it feels a little much, it's not as relaxing as you'd like, breathe in a way that is comforting to you. So maybe it's a softer breath that is more comfortable right now. And as you breathe, include the sensation of your body sitting here. Feel the heaviness of the body, its sturdiness on the ground or in the chair. Feeling its weight supported by the chair or the cushion or the floor. And as you feel these sensations, notice if there's there are particular muscles that are trying hard to keep you upright. See if you can relax them a little bit more, feeling that support in the posture from the chair, cushion, or floor. As you do this, you might notice a feeling of being more grounded, more embodied, settled. I might also highlight the opposite. There might be some agitation, busy mind. Maybe even some resistance to fully relaxing and letting go. See if you can, instead of fighting those types of states, see if you can bring some gentleness, some patience. giving yourself time to settle in.
We often carry the burden of stress, of suffering, of worry throughout our day. It's a tightness in the body, an agitation in the mind. If you're noticing the residue of dukkha, unsatisfactoriness, suffering, stress, in your mind or in your body, see if you can bring a gentle attention that experience it can be helpful even to take a hand and put it where you feel that dukkha the most it might be in your chest it might be a tightness in the stomach or in the arms, neck, shoulders. You can feel the care coming from your hand as you place it wherever it is that you feel this dukkha being carried in your body. Maybe it's in the face in the head. Take a moment to literally make contact with that area. Might feel good to even massage that area. You might put a hand to your forehead and just gently Rub it in a way that allows the muscles to know that it's okay to relax. Or in the arms, bringing this tenderness of care through touch. Make sure you keep breathing. So instead of turning away from that dukkha or that residue, finding ways to be present with it in this very gentle, tender way. Breathing into it. Holding it quite literally, 
that caring touch. Speaking to it with words of compassion. Nothing complicated. As you turn your attention more deeply into the sorrow, the anxiety, the confusion, allow the wisdom of compassion to speak in your mind. What does it have to say to these more hurt and confused parts of ourselves? As you practice in this way, allowing the extra guarding, the extra protection perhaps that gets built up to start to melt. It doesn't have to go away completely and you don't need to force it. Notice if that tenderness that comes with being with the difficult is available. Seeing if there's some ease that can actually be felt with that vulnerability of being with. place of struggle or internal fighting, there can be this openness, gentleness, tenderness. point it becomes too much, it becomes overwhelming, you can back out of the experience, opening your eyes, moving the body in some way, like lifting the shoulders up and back, or even just simply bringing your attention to the breath and continuing with the mindfulness practice. And then when you're ready, 
Or if you want to, you can come back to this more compassion, tenderness practice. practice is difficult, but you want to stay with it. One way is to bring in the strength of compassion that is present outside of yourself, out in this world. And so as you breathe, breathe in long and deep and breathe in a sense of care, of light, of compassion that's in this world, allowing it to fill your whole body as you breathe in. And then as you breathe out, allow for it to pass through, breathing out that light and that care. Breathing it back in deeply. Feeling your own strength, your own capacity. Breathing it back out, relaxing, letting go. You can then take the, this practice a step, step further if you'd like, but only if you feel ready. You can do so by seeing what it's like to 
bring in the suffering of the world, feeling that new sense of capacity for tenderness, Just so, as you breathed in the compassion of the world, the gentleness, you can breathe in the dukkha, sometimes I imagine it as a dust or a smoke. Allowing it to come in, but not needing to hold on to it. Imagining breathing it in and having it transformed through this tenderness, through the care that you have. And so as you breathe out, breathing out that light, breathing out compassion, and consider that as you breathe in this smoke, this dukkha in the world, that it's your own dukkha that you're also breathing in and transforming into compassion and tenderness as you breathe out. And you can continue with this practice if it feels connected to you, if it's overwhelming, go back to the simple tenderness practice, attending to yourself. Or even moving more into a mindfulness practice, if that's what's needed. But either way, doing it with this gentleness and care. meeting the moment with your compassion and your wisdom. We'll just sit in the silence doing our practice together.
Notice where your attention is right now. If your mind is all over the place or just not very clear, scattered. Most likely the moment I pointed out you're back in that presence. Your mindfulness is here. Notice the amount of effort it takes to become present again. Notice the tone of your effort. If you're hard on yourself, judging yourself for a mind that isn't following the directions. Notice what it would be like to take an attitude of care and compassion towards that busy, scattered mind. That gentle redirection. That tenderness and care is here in this moment. imbued with mindfulness. You find that it's not so much a busy, scattered mind, but a sleepy mind. Let's see if there's just a little bit more effort that could be brought in stay connected with the practice. Just a little more interest. A little more care. And as I often say, if you do fall into sleep, It may be the most compassionate thing to your mind and your body if you truly are exhausted. And so adjusting appropriately to meet this moment with a kind, present awareness.
Allow your eyes to open gently. And if you know the words to the refuge chant, you can chant along with me. Namo tassa bhagavato arahato sammasambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato sammasambuddhasa Namo tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Buddham Saranam Gachami Dhamam Saranam Gachami Sangam Saranam Gachami Dutiampi Buddham Saranam Gachami Dutiampi Dhamam Saranam Gachami Dutiampi Sangam Saranam Gachami Tatiampi Buddham Saranam Gachami Tatiampi Dhamam Saranam Gachami Tatiampi Sangam Saranam Gachami Thank you. So, good evening. If we haven't met, my name is Kate Munding. I'm one of the guiding teachers here with the Insight Community, Insight Meditation Community of Berkeley. And to begin with, I just want to welcome you all. Uh, You're all welcome here. And we'll also just take a moment to welcome those who are here for the first time in particular. This is something we do every week. So if you're here for the first time, you can raise your hand and I'll call on you. And all you have to do is say your name. And um, what that does is just let us see who you are and bring your voice into the space here with us. So who's here for the first time? Yes. Chiyoshi? Kiyoshi? Welcome. Yes. Vienna? Welcome. Anybody else? Oh, yes. Lindsay, welcome. Anyone on this side? No. 
Great. So just um, maybe very few announcements, and then we'll take a break. And then after the break, I'll offer the Dharma talk this evening. Um, So a couple of things. Uh, If you are new to the community or it's been a while, you might want to check out the back table. There's a pamphlet back there with information about our community, including the chant that we just did with the translation, if you're wondering about that. Also back there, you'll find the Spirit Rock newsletter, which um, Spirit Rock is the retreat meditation retreat center up in Marin that we are affiliated with. So if you're interested in doing longer practice, anything from a day to multiple months of meditation practice and everything in between, uh, you might check that out. Also back there, you'll find the Donna baskets, Donna being uh, the Pali word for generosity and has, has been the tradition in this group um, as well as most Buddhist tra- um, groups. Uh, we offer the, the teachings freely and um, in you feel moved to um, to make a donation, you're welcome to. There's a basket back there for myself as the teacher tonight, as well as for the monastery for providing the space for us here. Uh, there's other ways that you can also be generous, things like um, helping clean up at the end, putting the chairs away and the cushions is, is a sweet way of offering Donna. If you come next week, coming in a little early to help set up, uh, sitting, uh, volunteering to sit at the greeters table. We're always needing people. Ghidra's back there tonight, um, and it's uh, really nice to have someone there to help bring in people who are new, um, let them know what what's going on, uh, and just be a friendly face of the sangha. Um, so that's another way to be generous. Um, I believe we're still looking for uh, help with our website, someone to do our web design. Uh, if that's a skill that you have, then come up and see me because um, that would be really appreciated. So, so many ways to offer your dana uh, here to the community. Also on the back table are some note cards. At the end of the talk, we dedicate the merit um, or the wholesomeness of our time spent here together cultivating our practice and we take a moment to dedicate the merit to particular people these are people who are on your mind uh, in your heart people who are going through a difficult time right now that you'd like to have part of our dedication and so after the break those cards are brought up to me and i read them out loud um, after the dharma talk any other uh, announcements Oh right, that's right. I I don't. They're not in my view, so I always forget to announce that. But we have our um, our lending library up here, so you're welcome to come and take a book. And when you're finished, you're welcome to bring it back or not. <laughs> if you have books at home or magazines at home that are Dharma related and you'd like to donate them, um, you're welcome to do that too. That's another form of dana. Um, Okay, anything else I'm missing? All right, so let's take a break, stretch your legs, uh, maybe say hello to someone next to you, especially if they're new. Uh, If you want to stay in your practice, you're welcome to, and I'll ring the bell and...
maybe seven minutes or so. And tonight the talk is on effort, which is one of the the next in the um, spiritual faculties or spiritual powers, uh, and um, maybe exploring a little bit what this what this effort means as a wise effort, um, what it means for us in our practice, and also what it means as a, a, a Dharma practitioner. Or one who loves truth and peace in the world. How do we bring this out from off the cushion? So I hope you'll stay around for that. Enjoy your break. <laughs> 